This is a Spoonyville podcast, chronically candid conversations, and I'm your host, Morgan Green. What's up, beautiful people? Welcome back to a Spoonyville podcast. Welcome to 2022. This is the first part of the new year, and I am just so thankful that you guys decided to join me. I'm thankful for just this space to be in, and I'm excited for the new year. So let's just get right on into it. Um, I did pull an affirmation card this week. However, it was still technically 2021. So I wasn't sure if you guys really wanted me to read it, but I'm going to read it because, you know, keeping up with flow and consistency. This week's affirmation, if you didn't already see on my Instagram account was, I am grateful for the lessons my chronic illness is teaching me. I am grateful for the lessons that my chronic illness is teaching me. And so, I mean, I pulled the card. It was definitely a great card to pull as we closed out the year because, you know, a lot of people close out the year doing like reflections and just trying to um, get in mind on closing one chapter and opening up another. And so that was a perfect card to pull. I definitely got some great responses when I asked the community. Some people were like, oh, I'm learning, you know, how to advocate for myself, how to trust myself, how to become more in tune with my body. And those are just so many different things that we learn. And I know a lot of times when we have a chronic illness and when it's seen as such this negative thing, it's hard to be grateful for. But in every situation, there is something to be grateful for. So that was definitely a great card to pull as we closed out. 2021 and moved into 2022. And before I fully open the door for 2022, in that same vein with the gratitude card and like reflecting, I did want to say that the 2021 reflection journal that I created for you guys is still available for you guys to download and go through over this coming month. Um, Do not feel pressure that you have to, you know, complete it all in one sitting, in one day, like it had to be done at 11.59 11.59 on the 31st. Like, no, that's that's not how, how it works. So there's still time to do your reflections and get yourself mentally in the space for this coming year, okay? There are no rules. And that kind of pulls me into what I wanted to talk to about today. So we're having a new year. And I mean, to me, nothing puts a monkey wrench or I won't say nothing, not much puts a monkey wrench in like new year goal planning and setting like an all or nothing mentality. And so, you know, it's the beginning of the new year. So it means like setting time to sit down and, you know, you create your resolutions and your goals, <laughs> but I'm not. Um, so I don't know if you guys follow me early last year or were aware, but so this is my act. This is my second year doing more intention setting and not goals. And I'm probably not going to go back to goal setting. Like, I yes, I have goals, of course. But in terms of like that traditional um, routine or ritual of goal setting, I don't think that's something that I want to participate in because I am someone who tends to err on the all or nothing mentality spectrum. And what I mean by that is like, okay, cool. Goal setting, it's cool, you know, it's a ritual we do, but it can be painful when you set a goal for yourself and you fall short of it. You don't make it. You know what I'm saying? All or nothing thinking is very common in goal setting because when you think in terms of all or nothing, you basically split your views of yourself or your life into two 
super duper extremes. Black is white. It's good. It's bad. You've succeeded. You failed. You're healthy or you're ill. But the problem is, you guys, life in general is many, many shades of gray. And life with chronic illness is shades of gray with colorblindness and astigmatism. Like, it's just a hot mess. You know what I'm saying? So when you adopt an all or nothing mentality to goal setting, planning, your healing journey, um, after years of that cycle of like setting these goals, of having these milestones and not meeting them, some people resolve not to do any because they feel so defeated. And I know myself, I'm one of those people. I'm very self-critical of myself. I hold myself to, some might say, unrealistic expectations, but that's okay because you know what? We just learn from it. But you know, something always comes up. Something always gets in the way, like, you know, having an illness, like a flare-up, like a crisis, like you lost your job, like just all the things, like life gets in the way. But that is why I like intentions, y'all. So if you're not really familiar with like intentions, an intention is more like, I'll say it's a guide. It's like your compass, so to speak, your North Star. So it kind of sets the tone for your goals and it keeps you motivated. It keeps you focused. Like it keeps you going. It's your why, if that makes sense. And your intentions are very, very closely aligned with like your true self, your authentic self, what really resonates with who you are at your core, which is why it's it's just amazing to me. And I want to spend a little bit of time kind of like really digging into like the difference between like a goal and an intent so that we can kind of make sure we're on the same page. So like goals are future external displays of your intentions, if that makes sense. Um, intentions can be accomplished in the now, whereas goals are like uncertain future hopes and dreams and events. Intentions are vague and simple, whereas goals are more specific and strategic. I don't know if you guys are familiar with like smart goal setting, but yeah, you have to be specific. Intentions are about feelings and the intangible, whereas goals are about just these tangible outcomes and these finite points. And intentions are intentions are constant because, like I said, they're tied to who we are, whereas goals can change because we ebb and flow and we change as people and we learn and grow. So here's like an example. A goal would be to say, I'm going to ride a roller coaster and face my fear of heights. That's the goal. Face your fear of heights, ride a roller coaster, don't poop your pants. But the intention behind that goal is I want to feel brave. This doesn't apply to me. I love roller coasters. If somebody wants to go to a amusement park with me, holler at me. I will be there, okay? But you guys get what I'm saying. So I hope that I kind of cleared that up a little bit. And um, I mean, just in general, you guys, I love setting um, intentions instead of goals because like we can set as many goals as we want and we can even accomplish them. But unless you know like the driving force to your goal, you're kind of like aimlessly wandering around. And I am really trying to take this error that I am in life and this place that I am in life and be very, very purposeful. You know, we have limited spoons. And so I don't have time to be just driving around aimlessly like I don't know where to go. Think of it like this, okay? You get in the car and you just drive away, but you don't really have a destination in mind. 
Well, let me not say that either, because sometimes I do that. Like when I need to clear my mind, I like to just drive. I don't really have a place to go. I just get in the car and go. But um, so let me say, maybe it's more like, I don't know if you guys' moms do this, but mine does. My mom will say, let's go to the store. And she gets in the car and then she gets on her phone. And so I start driving off and I'm like, okay, where are we going? And you're like, you're driving, but you don't know, should you go left? Are you turning right? What store does she want to go to? Is she going for food? Is she going to the grocery? Like, it's just, it's frustrating. And I'm riding in circles. And eventually I'm just like, forget it. I just want to go back. Like, you know, so it's very, very important that you get clear on what your intentions are. Um, even if you choose to still set goals, okay? Because those intentions are just super duper important for how we navigate in our journeys, chronic illness or life. So I want to go back for a second to that all or nothing thinking. And it is, you can fight all or nothing mentality by using intentions. So in order to overcome that all or nothing mentality in our chronic illness journey, we have to kind of reprogram our mind to avoid those negative absolutes in our thinking, you know, and setting intentions because they are so vague and vast, they allow for the flexibility that we need to be human, humans with illnesses. And I'm pretty sure that I've mentioned Byron Katie before and her ideology that builds techniques to question limiting beliefs. If you have not heard of her, I definitely recommend that you Google her and like her questioning and her technique because I really love it. But essentially, we have these intrusive thoughts. And when you're having them, you have to ask yourself, do you know for 100% that is absolutely true? And that's basically what it is. Um, and But here are a few other tips for kind of fighting that all or nothing mentality if you also struggle with it. So do recognize your strengths and your progressions, you know, Some days you're going to be able to run half a mile without stopping. Great. Some days you just made it to the shower, but you know what? You made it to the shower. Um, Number two, understand that no journey, but especially a healing journey is linear and that setbacks can happen. Y'all, we have to be flexible. You guys just saw or witnessed me go through my own personal setback in which I ended the year in the hospital in a crisis. It happens. Understand it. Um, And the third thing that I really want to encourage you guys to do is anchor yourself by finding the positive in your current situation. And that could be through like a daily gratitude practice. I've talked about that through use of affirmations um, and even a joy practice. So if you aren't trying these techniques, you guys, I definitely... All of them may not work for you, but one of them probably will. You have to give it time. You have to give it a try. So start your daily gratitude process. Um, There are so many different gratitude journals out there, or you can make your own. Start your affirmation practice either by practicing reciting your own. Um, You guys can use the Illuminate affirmation cards, the Illuminate journal, different resources that can kind of help you get to where you feel like you want to be mentally to kind of undo some of that negative, absolute thinking. But what I don't want you guys to do, okay? If you can't do what I want you to do, just don't do these things. You get what I'm saying? Hope that makes sense. Um, y'all, don't focus on faults or failures. I'm doing air quotes, you can't see because I'm behind the mic. But I say faults or failures because sometimes we spiral 
and those thoughts, you know, and then number two, we, we dwell in these self-defeating thoughts and language to talk about ourselves so poorly. We read ourselves for filth. Okay. And lastly, let's stop using absolute language, like nothing or never, like I'll never be well. I'll never be healthy. I'll never be off these meds. I can't do nothing right. You know, like we're going to stop that 2022. We stopping it. You hear me? So, um, before I leave you guys, I want to talk to you all about choosing an intention for yourself and your journey. So since intentions are more intrinsic, it's going to require a bit more um, soul searching and self-reflection to find a good intention to set for yourself, but it's possible, you know, so take some time out sometime this week and listen to your inner voice. Like what is really screaming out at you for attention? Some questions you might want to ask yourself is like, who am I and who do I want to be? How do I want to feel? What do I need? What do I want? And it may seem like those questions are super over open-ended and too vague, but I promise that if you tune in, the answer will be clear because as you guys know, our bodies, our minds, they all work together and they let us know what we most need. Um, for me personally, I have decided that I don't know if it's going to be my intention for the entire year. It is my intention for this phase of my journey. So I'm starting basically a new chronic illness journey um, health wise after my last crisis. I'm back on. I was completely off of medication, you guys. Um, I'm back on high doses of prednisone. I'm back on one, two, three, four, five, six. I'm back on 12 pills a day, 12 pills a day, a lot, right? Um, and that was a, oh my gosh, like when this initially happened to me, I was like, I'm back at square one. I failed. I'm no longer healing. Like I was in this place. That's why I'm able to speak to you guys about it. It hit me hard. Um, but I decided that the good or the positive in this situation is that this is an opportunity for me to really share with you guys as I'm working through this so that you guys can see how I do it, how I'm able to use gratitude in these moments when things are not going my way, how I'm able to be self-compassionate and, um, you know, kind to myself in these low moments, how I'm able to journey make this journey the way that I really, really want it to be. That's it. So for me, the theme or the focus that I decided to um, hone in on or the intention that I decided on was ease. I'm going to ease into this next journey. So the old me, the all or nothing me, you know, I would have wrote down all these goals and said, okay, goal is I'm going to be off medication by this date. And if I didn't hit that date, I would have been crushed by that date. Um, but that's not the goal. That's not my intention. My intention is I want to feel healthy. I want to feel strong. I want to feel like myself, like myself. So I'm going to ease into this process. That requires ease. And so when I looked up the definition of ease, you guys know I'm a word nerd. Um, ease can be a noun or a verb, okay? It ain't the noun because the noun was described as absence of difficulty or effort. That doesn't describe a chronic illness journey at all. So we're going to toss that out. However, ease, the verb says, to make something unpleasant, painful, 
or intense, less serious or severe, to move carefully or gradually, to become gently introduced or get accustomed. And that's what I want to do in this first month to two to three months, however long it's going to take me um, of 2022. I'm easing in and I encourage you guys to ease in with me. You can ease into everything. You can ease into your fitness. So a thing would be like, okay, um, you want to drop some LBs. So instead of committing to going, you know, giving up meat, cold turkey and doing a three hour workouts every day, that's a lot to do one thing at a time. Why not ease into it? Focus on your nutrition first, then add in the workout. You know what I'm saying? Like there are so many ways to ease into it, you guys. And that's where I am. So if you guys want to use ease as your intention as well, I implore you. I welcome you. You are welcome here to use it and we can do this together. If you have a different intention that you're thinking of setting for yourself, I am interested in hearing about it. Shoot me a message on Instagram or um, in the comments and let's talk about it because I'm excited for this year. I hope you guys are excited as well. Um, I talked about the reflection journals out there. Also, um, I talked about it last week. Book club. I figured out the logistics for book club and we are scheduled to meet at the end of the month for our first book. Um, we will be reading The Mountain Is You by Brianna West. I'm excited to read this book. It's something that I had got at the end of last year, but I decided to hold on to it. I want to start off the year with this. And I have people signed up already and I'm super duper excited for our first meeting. Um, and yes, just so many different great things that even in the midst of me having that setback, that does not prevent me from having joy and being in the moment and giving myself permission to be human, permission to be ill, permission to feel my feelings. So without further ado, I will let you guys head on into your week. And until next week, stay ill.